Explore your thoughts. Learn what you think you already know. We're taking you on a journey to the other side. Welcome everyone again to another edition of The Other Side. As promised, we continue our election coverage of our local parish elected officials. If you're watching this, you've seen District 2 already wrapped up. Now we're moving on to District 1. And you probably just watched the podcast from the contender in District 1, which is Bradley Arman. And right now we have the incumbent in District 1 is Mr. Daryl Wiley. How you doing, Mr. Darrell? And I welcome you to the program. Thanks for coming thank, out. Thank you for having me. So uh, real quick, uh, he currently serves as District 1, and he is the chairman of finances, and he's also the chairman of Litter Court. Is that correct? Yes, correct. Okay, Mr. Darrell, if you can just briefly give us a little summary about yourself, how long you've been serving in the police jury, how long have you been financial uh, chairman? Okay, uh, I recently just got elected this past well, in November of 2021, it was a special election to fill the seat of Mr. Elsie Bryan, who had passed away. So I've actually only been on there two years, and I was appointed finance uh, uh, chairman in December when Colonel Jones passed away. So uh, I, I guess you could say I got two years of experience so far. Have you ever served any political office prior to that? Yes, I did. I was a school board member for eight years, and uh, proud to say that I served on a board that that ended desegregation in our parish and brought unitary status and also brought us out of the dark ages of the d score so we we got you know we we definitely got better right yeah it is moving on up so uh mr darrell so um why why are you running what what made you choose to start running for a police jury you know this last term now you choosing to do it again i guess um to serve the community you know, I can reflect back me and the wife sitting on the front porch drinking coffee talking about how our little community, which I reside in Effie, Louisiana, I've been there all my life. And, uh, you know, we were distraught. The consolidation of schools kind of, you know, you lose your school, you kind of lose touch with the community. And we thought about things to try to get back in sync. And I didn't seek political office. It was kind of bestowed upon me I asked if I would consider running and I did and I enjoyed it and it's a good good opportunity just to give back and help help your friends your family your neighbors and whoever right especially being retired you kind of yeah I got I got time I, I can be a full-time or right, that way we don't have to think about the LSU loss from last night well, but we'll, not, we'll move on we'll, from we there don't <laughs> <talk> about that. <laughs> right so you've only served uh, a couple of years now and you run it again so you know, I'm sure it takes a term or two just to kind of get settled in and everything. Do you see anything that you could do better or not you necessarily, but you, something you can contribute overall, what we can do to make the police jury a well, you better can, place? You can always do better. And, and and I think we've made pretty good strides in the two years I've been there. You know, we recently got some money and we got some roads done and uh, that's helped. Um, but uh, I've been, I've been pleased so far with the, uh, I would say this, the the shortcomings are more or less, a lot less than what we've been able to do. I mean, uh, of course, you know, you can't please everybody. I learned that a long time in the coaching business, yeah. you know, but you can always make everybody mad. So, you know, you, it's been a, it's been a rewarding, it's more, and I enjoy it. I like it. It's, you know, I, you know, it's just your relationship with people and, uh, 
how you get your point across sometimes or how they get the point across. Uh, you know, it's a working project. Yeah, it keeps you active and keeps yeah, going. Yeah. So uh, if, if you were asked to give an overall grade on the, I guess, the overall uh, police jury from relationship to the uh, what are you able to accomplish as a team, you know, an A through F grade, Surely there's always room for improvement, of course. Well, yeah, there's but... always room for improvement. I guess C minus. You know, you know, infrastructure is our biggest issue. You know, I, I'm gonna tell you, my phone rings for for three reasons most of the time. Number one, my road's in bad shape, my ditch needs digging out, or my garbage hadn't been picked up. And you know, when this is the this is seen, this is what people are seem to be tuned in with with the police here. That's their concerns and. To me, if that's their main concern, that, that should be our main concern. So uh, our infrastructure, we need to come up with some ways. I and mean, it's tough. Money's always a problem, but yeah. you know we need to put our heads together and find ways. Right. So you mentioned your phone always rings. We you do you pretty much have an open door policy? Oh yeah, so I've, 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 I have answered or returned every phone call I've gotten. I've gotten and, and uh, also social media. Um, you know, text messages, I answer them and I always respond. And, and that's, I, that's the way I want to be treated. If I want to talk to somebody, I want to, I want them to right. talk to me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's good to have that relationship with your constituents where you're able to, if you start dodging phone calls, then but yeah, you're, 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 you're not going to be very well respected or popular, right. you know, so you kind of give back, you know, open to, like I tell people, you can't, Promise to fix everything, but all you can do is promise to do your best and utilizing the funds and the resources, what you have. Correct. So speaking of resources and funds, you're, you're the chairman of the finances. So we're going to jump gears a little bit okay. into some of this material you have here. So one, let's talk about we'll, uh, the garbage tax. Uh, I had interviewed Kirby. He kind of explained about it as, as well. Um, but we, you know, here on the podcast, we get all sides of the story. So, uh, so basically, we said the police jury said we we needed the garbage tax to pick our garbage up, and then after then there was another elected official that came up with another set of numbers that kind of went against that, saying we had a surplus or whatever. That was his figures. Then we wake up one morning and our garbage is still getting picked up. So I guess the question is. Where the how did y'all accumulate y'all numbers versus the other figures? Um, well, you, anytime you make budgets, you got to project. I mean, and uh, I think they went back. Uh, uh, don't quote me on this. I think they went back to at least 2018 and uh, looked at the numbers. You know, the problem we were facing that we was worried about was that we had a new garbage contract coming up. And it was going to be up and we already kind of, you know, we knew that. So I think it was kind of hoping to be able to make that. Uh, at the time there was a surplus. We debated it. There was, there was debates about this. There was conversations about it. We have a, we have a surplus to this day, but that surplus is dwindling, but it was enough. I thought, and this is me and I'm speaking for me. My yeah, everybody opinion. has their own. This opinions, is my opinion. Right? I thought we had enough to cover it. At least one contract with the surplus we had because it's up for renewal in 2028. So I thought we were better off if we had waited closer to 2028 or at that time to ask for more money. But it is it is going to eat into that surplus. Mm -hmm. Now, how quickly? I don't know. Projection like, you know, I told you earlier, we were talking and we got three million fifty five thousand dollars right now. 
that we've collected this year. So we're, we're you know, we're right at the door that we've been collecting this for the last few years. I don't know how, how much exactly the total surplus is. I didn't get that, but once, you know, if we can't cover the bill with what we take in, then guess where the money comes out of, comes out of the surplus cover. And there's more things involved with the solid waste, not just garbage pickup. Right. And uh, I thought, you know, we operate. That's, Does that also include like the parish dump and everything? Yep, that, that, so yep. that's all part of the solid waste. That's, uh, you know, you got, they call it white good pickup and stuff like that. But here's another thing. If we have a national disaster, if we have a hurricane flood or something, that money comes out of that surplus to right. to help out with that. So, you know, I think our garbage pickup is a great thing. Like I told you, my phone yep. rings. If the garbage is not picked up, my phone's going to mm -hmm. ring and say, hey, my garbage wasn't picked up. So, I, you know, I don't know. It was a, it was a, and uh, our representative got involved. I wish he'd have got involved earlier. You know, I, I think that maybe we should have had more heads looking at it than what we, or more eyes looking at it than what we had. But, uh, at the time, we felt like it had to had to be done, and it needed to be put on the ballot so the people could vote for it, and they did. So it was a topic of conversation. It, uh, I guess y'all y'all seen the the there is a problem coming. So I guess it was all a matter of perception of how bad the problem is. Do we need it now, or can we when, address or, it a little basically, bit? Basically, when do we want to deal so, with and it? And there was a debate sort of yeah. amongst y'all to how to pursue that. That's now right. or a little bit later but even though there there was a problem coming yeah. right that'd be yeah. fair to say okay we um you have anything else to add with, with that or anything the uh, uh, so, like, so, so the know. garbage tax we were saying earlier that comes from a sales tax and also you said the dmv there's a dm DV, dmv sales tax quarter cent sales tax and a three-quarter set sales tax we okay. deviate that and you know that brings in approximately you know, you can round it off four million dollars a year. So right now we're at three million. Right. So it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna probably be under that. Yeah. But, uh, there's also a big misconception about, and I want I want to bring this up, talking about the general fund. Mm -hmm. A general fund is uh, collected from a two point seven, and they use the term parish alimony, which mm -hmm. is millage. Okay. Right. And out of that two point seven, we're mandated by law to pay the following people, and that's the DA. Your coroner, your city court, your criminal court, your justice of peace and constables, the register of voters, director of homeland security, court reporter, county agent, veterans office, juvenile detention charge, and police jury administrative staff, which comes out to about two point five million annually. Just for the salaries of So that two point seven million you pay goes toward all that. Now we collect a six point two millage for the library and we collect a four point mill for the health unit. However, none of those monies, okay, basically you cannot swap money around. It's against the law. We get audited, and that, that would be, you know if we, we, we messed up. But, we, we, you know, that hasn't happened. Drainage is also a 3.5 millage, okay? Now, I'm from the old school thinking, you know, do we need 6.2 millages for libraries versus 3.0 for drainage? I think just the opposite. That's something we can look at when they come up for uh, renewal, and people don't need to understand that. When the tax, and that's what's, a Vols Parish is, is notorious for this. It's tough to get a tax passed, mm -hmm. very tough. That garbage tax we got right now took five times. Right. Once we get one on the books, we have we don't have no problem renewing them when they yeah. come up. But however, people need to understand a renewal. It's not actually a renewal. 
It's a new tax. Mm -hmm. That old tax is expiring, so you're replacing with another tax. Well, the, the old addicts, I guess, politicians use is so we're just renewing. You're already paying for it, yeah. so it's no big deal. So, but however, we can reword that. When that millage comes up, we could reword that. Hey, we want to maybe swap that, take a little more from library, or and add it to the drainage and whatever. And uh, that's something. If it comes up, I don't know when the dates are. I'm going to entertain that. I mean. You know, again, I told you the phone rings, road roads. You know, yeah. We need we need to you need to do better in that area. So right, so it wouldn't be you wouldn't be asking for a new tax. You would just take the money. two taxes you have. You you paying more here and less here in the drainage. You would just ask for, I guess, reappropriate a little Re bit less tax for the libraries, and then kind of put that towards the drainage. Same money you already paying. Yeah, the it, same money yeah, It's we, not new taxes. You, know, you you're prioritizing. I think mm -hmm. you putting. You know. We need we need some help on the roads, so yeah, that's my thinking. So right, yeah, and I'm for that. Right, let's see, that's some good points. Points. That's what I like about this podcast. There's always new points that come oh, yeah. out. I learn things on every on every episode. All right, we, uh, let's move on to home rule charter. All right. So that's the big topic, the big discussion going around with the parish. You know, you have one side saying that and we won't beat it to death. To uh, as far as the ins and outs, you can find out on other. On previous podcasts, we, we explained how the petitions sort of work. But, but I guess in a nutshell is one side believes that the uh, the petition was passed. They had the votes. It was signed by the clerk of court and that it should just be brought to the people to vote whether we want to uh, pursue in that avenue or not. And the uh, police jury on the other side saying, well, like Kirby was saying that wards and pre precincts weren't added with the petition so you needed your, your your signature a witness and you were supposed to have awards and precincts on it and that failed that so it's been in court and litigation and the police jury is uh they had to hire an outside lawyer 175 dollars an hour right. and um let's just get into that what is i guess the current state and and your thoughts with the home rule charter and which direction it the whole problem with it is that little five letter word shall Mm -hmm. that came into play yeah i mean here here here, here's what the deal was they uh you know they came before us and and this is a, a precedented case because we're the only parish that actually has told them no we're not going to do the we're not going to put the or do the commission ourselves right rest that have gotten on it 26 parishes that haven't did that we told them they had to go back out and get the, the signatures and they did they went out and they had them certified by the rest of voters and secretary of state. So our job was an administrative job. Or do we, uh, do we have the right to determine whether we think it, it was, it was um, the petition was done invalid. And this was brought up by Mr. Holmes at one of the meetings. He said we could not put it on the ballot because it wasn't a legit petition. And like I said, the word shall was in the law. And I questioned it myself, but you know, here's my thinking on it. That's not, I don't think that was our job to declare that or do that or fight that. I thought our job was it passed, it was certified. That needs to be put on the ballot. Okay. And that was my thinking. And I still believe that. Right. I mean, I think the people, if the people don't want it, they, they want, they, they'll vote no. If they want it, they'll vote yes. And that's, I don't think that's our call. I think that's me again, personally. However, I can respect some of uh, jurors' thoughts on it because of the way the law was written and how the petition should have been filled out. 
And like I said, that five-letter word shall, what does shall mean? Mm -hmm. To me, that means absolutely. it has to be, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I, I didn't know the ins and outs. I didn't, I don't know if there's some things you can, you know, I don't think that's our, our deal. So I was under, Mr., under the impression that Mr. Holmes said he would file a suit if we put it on the ballot. Well, I was thinking, okay, we put it on the ballot, you filed a suit, but that's, that's not how it worked out. And, uh. You know, I respect what was done. I didn't mm -hmm. vote for it. I voted to put it on the ballot. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm for it. Right. Because I don't, you know, I've researched it. They've got to write a, they got to write a charter. And to me, the most important thing about that was the people you're going to elect to write that charter. Yes. Those commissioners. Which I we mean, would, which that would be put up for election too. We that's would right. be voting have, on the commission. That was what was going to be put on the ballot. But if it would have went, if it would not have done the petition, then y'all would have been the commission. We could have, we had the opportunity. Right. Y'all had the opportunity. We had the opportunity to, to appoint the commissioners. Right. But we chose not to. We said we didn't want to. Yeah. And they went to the street and, and did the, they did, they did the legwork. Yeah. And I mean, they had the signatures. Right. Now, was the petition filled out correctly? I don't, I, Right. I got my personal view on it, but I've st how right, does yeah. that keep it from going to the ballot? Mm -hmm. What was our what was our job to decide whether the petition was valid or to put it on the ballot because that's they right. they they had it certified? So right. that that's that's where we're at as far as the, you know it went, it went to trial court, and I think the whole thing is and it's been kicked back, or it's, it's in a nowhere state, I would say. Yeah. So it, currently, it's it, just we lost them. the first round and we, we appealed it. Basically, we want it, but what they told send it back down, and, and the whole problem was the petition was in that was in question was never submitted as evidence. So, so what that would be failure on the ones filing the suit that they correct. never uh, that, brought the petition. It seemed like that would have been the, you know, a key piece of evidence. Or so the, my understanding, and again, this is still in litigation. I don't know if I'm getting in trouble for saying all this, but you know. It's that it needs to go back and it needs to be be a trial type right court deal right where oh. evidence can be presented by both sides right so it'll be looked at again at some point at some court somewhere right now i guess they're just kind of figuring out everything but it, it's a it's a mess it's 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 I, I don't like it because it's causing a lot of turmoil and yeah you know, a lot of division a lot of friction division you know? and, and our country's plagued with that right now yeah and, yeah we don't need it locally it, it is what it is but my stand was on it i voted not for the uh i voted to put it on the ballot and i also voted not to hire a lawyer right okay so uh, a couple of more questions to that especially you being a financial uh, chairman and everything of course you got a couple extra tough questions uh do we have a dollar amount on the, the lawyer that we spent so far 175 dollars an hour will be uh, uh, there's nothing come across the desk that i put my eyes on yet. okay so okay uh, one more question okay if it would have gone to the to the ballot kirby was saying that even though it's in a special election of course i mean a a, a major election of course a special election it would cost money to have it just for that i mean you got to get the voting machines out i mean there's a lot that goes into it but in an election like this one he says it would be $20,000 to put it on, even on a general election. Is that, I mean, not asking for a dollar amount. I mean, give or take well, yeah, when several thousand. But that is that is the case. If you want to add something to the ballot, it costs here, money. Here, yeah, here's the case. I mean, if you tag it on a ballot that's already there, you know, we got a state election. So yeah. it's going to be cheaper versus if you have it just by right. itself. If you go back to 1983 when this garbage cash was passed, it was passed in March. 
and and, special and, election. And, and, yeah, special election. So you have to pay the whole thing to set up the yeah, whole shebang. And, and and you got to watch these two. You know, no adage of we'll put it on the ballot then because a whole lot of people won't vote. Yeah, and that that that's not right. But mm-hmm. that's politics. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it would be cheaper to tag it on than versus running it by itself. Right. So it still does cost even during oh, yeah. a general right. election or, or not a general election. Uh, um, yeah. You know, a yeah, major election. All right, Mr. Darrell, I have one more big one for you. The uh, district boundaries. Okay. Can you explain that? Can you go ahead and pull it up? Yeah. Um, I'm going to do the best I can. You know, um, we. this is a redistricting. It's changed. It's going to go into effect in 2024, but you're voting for this district right now. So you might, I know there's some people there in my district now, but in January, they're probably going to be in somebody else's district. So, uh, yeah, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine the other day. Uh, he lives not far from here, and uh, I even got him set up on the GoVote app and everything. Everything well, shows good, that that's he's a great thing. It's, it's everybody great. ought to have that. that absolutely. Because you live in so many districts. You know, would, school that, board is separate from from a uh, police jury. That would then help. you have your representatives. That would help with petitions. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Up, hey, okay, yeah. I know my. Pe- <laughs> yeah, okay. That's right. Yeah. So uh, he. he he swore that he was in your district, but we pulled it up, and he's in District 3, which is Mark Borrell. But as you and I talked earlier on the phone, you you currently – so the districts that are on – that show up on the um, assessor's office, that's the new districts that we're voting – that's on the ballot right now. That's going to take effect on January, but currently – That's correct. The boundaries are a little bit different than what you see there. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll try to sum it. I wrote it up, and, and I might get you to help me pronounce some of these uh-huh. roads. And, uh, of course, I have all the roads parish north of the Red River. That's right. the Ward 1 community in which I live in. So right here on the northern side, you have a relatively big, a large district. Uh, so everything north of the Red River, right. and that's in a Vols Parish. That's correct. And then? You're coming down Highway 107, you cross the Moclaw Bridge. I have everything on the right-hand side of 107 up to Highway 453, which is where you live right now. Mm-hmm. Now, when you turn on 453, I have the right side, okay? And then I have, you turn all, you take a right on Highway 1, I have the right side of Highway 1, and that's up to Highway 114, okay? Go ahead, zoom in on there, Emily. Now, on the right-hand side, you have Highway 1195, okay? I have that. I have the left side of Highway 114 up to German Bayou Road, okay? I have the right side of 1194 coming from... Highway 1. All right. I have Alvin 4. I'll, I'll name these little roads off that are in the, in the district. So maybe if they hear it, they, they'll they'll know. I have Alvin Ford Lane, Bayou Des Alamans Lane. Is that correct? Bayou Dalmont. Okay. I hope they don't get mad at me. Bernard's Resort Parkway, Brianna Lane, Bringle Road, Bucks Lane, Burke Road, Cajun Lane, Charlie Brown Road. Clement Luno Road, D.C. Drive, Olive Egg Bend Road, left side of Eli Dozot Road coming from Highway 1194, okay? I have Gauchon's Lane, German Bayou Road, Gun Lane, H. Dozot Road, Happy Trails Lane, Island Road, J.B. Coco Road, Katie's Cove, Lucy Bell Drive, Piney Ridge Road, Poor Man's Lane, Pumpkin Lane, River Road, Starlight Baptist, T. Gaspard Road, Tom's Road, and I guess it's Tussie Lane and Zellman Lane. These are all 
in the district. So basically what you're saying is you you, you come down, you take a, a, a ride on 453, got all the right-hand side, go to that Highway 1, all there to the right to the river. Okay, that, mm -hmm. that River Road, Egg Bend area, that's all mine. Then you come back out to Highway 1, the right-hand side up to, up to Highway 114, and then you go from German Bay back to Highway 1. And then right there down 1194, you have everything to the right side, and then when it when you get to Eli Dozar Road, that's, that's the, then you still you still have take the right, right side of the road. I take, you take a right, and I got the right hand side. Oh, okay. And I thought that by, was all District Two. No, but that's gonna left side of the road, District Two. Okay, and they have everything else, the island and all that, even by the refuge. Well, I, have, I have some of the island too, be on the right side. Yeah, everything on the right. When you get to the end of Eli, Eli Dozar Road, right. everything on the right. Correct. Okay. All right. It's a big area, you know. Yeah, you have a considering, okay. uh, you know. I'd like to throw this out there. You know, we have approximately 425 miles in the parish. and Of your district? No, no. everything. The parish. The parish I have, with these new new district, I'll have up by around 108 miles. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, wow. And it's, yeah. I have, just in my area alone, across the river, I have approximately four, over 40 roads that either, uh, we don't grade them all, but most of them require gravel. So, yeah. big area. And that's a frustrating thing, you know, because we get monies and stuff. We split it nine ways. Right. And, you know, me having the most roads, it seemed like I probably have the most roads that need fixing. But, you know, the, the uh, equality's there. I don't know about the equity. I think that's something that maybe we could work out. But, you know, I, I can understand the rest of the guys not want to give up their money, you know. But, yeah. you got again, we could prioritize, maybe come up with a system. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, something we could look into. There's so many things that go into that, you know, I understand like your budget. Uh, a lot of people work a nine to five job, you get a specific paycheck. Correct. But doing that, you, you uh, in politics, you don't have that. You have to look on the projections of what you think, what you're expecting next year to do. And, you know, one COVID lockdown or one something could change a lot of numbers. And, and then you have this issue with the you know, you have all these roads, but the district lines are, they're not necessarily drawn on the amount of roads. It goes with a lot of things, demographics and populations and stuff. So when you have a drawn, a line drawn out from that, then you stuck with, you know, the most amount of roads, but you still get an equal amount of money. Some, like maybe some kind of negotiation in the future. Maybe that could be brought up. You know, it's, it's, it's a tough thing when you do these redistricting, they don't look at the number of roads. No. They don't consider anything. And, you know, I feel for the people of Fifth Ward because actually they're split maybe possibly three ways. Yeah, they're right. And so they really, ways. you know, mm -hmm. they don't have the, I, I guess the term we use in history over the years, the, the native son or, or whatever, you know. And, yeah. uh, and I've got to go around and reassure them that I'm the man that can help them the most. And and uh, I, know, I know that and I understand that and it's tough. Mm -hmm. It's a tough situation. Yeah, I believe Fifth Ward is like uh, split between one, two, and, and six, five or, or six. six. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it kind of makes. I did have it... the Beldo area. Now mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm lost that. So, well, Mr. Wiley, um, do you have any closing thoughts? Anything that you would like to? Uh, if you have any more that you want to discuss here? No, um, I just I maybe tell people a little bit more about myself. Yeah, uh, you know, ahead. I'm I'm 64 years old. I've uh, lived in Effie. Most of my life, I grew up in Centerpoint for the first 14 years of my life. I was raised there. Um, but I'm married to Marsha Wiley. We've resided in Effie for uh, 
my entire 64 years. So I'm a, you know, I'm a retired school teacher slash coach, uh, uh, 34 years. And like I said, I'm retired now, which is, uh, I'm a full-time, um, public servant is like what I say. Cause I'm, I'm just like anybody else. I'm, I'm a concerned citizen and, uh, I'm just stepping up to the plate, and I think that's a big difference. I'm not going to hide behind a computer and gripe and complain. I'm going to go out there and try to do something. And, you know, like I said, you can't please everybody. you got to try, and, you know, and I think I've done that. Um, I've enjoyed my time as a school board member. I've enjoyed my time, just my brief time I've been on the police chair. There's a lot more that can be done, and I'm willing to do it, and I'm hoping to – and I want to make this appeal also. We have 2,443 registered voters in this district. Uh, when I ran in November and I won the election, I had carried around 60% of the vote, but there's only 727 people voted. So it's a matter of, I think a politician would rather have 60% of 100% electorate than 60% less than that. And it, the trend has been 55, 56% in these elections in the past so i'm issuing a challenge if you if you're concerned about your parish if you're concerned about who's serving your parish then you know get out and, and voice your opinion you know go out and vote hopefully you vote for me but go out and vote make a difference and maybe if we work together and roll our sleeves up work together we can make this a better place so we have less griping and more coming together as a community we can you, uh, we can yeah, make we can I do mean, a lot better exactly and, and it's which is the whole purpose of the podcast uh I, I mentioned this all the time but uh it's really a way of getting information out you know it's just unbiased it's just you have information that we get in i'm learning as the voters are learning and we talk to both sides and and just to try to get out get more people involved because we can all gripe about it you know uh all of my life of you've always you know growing up Everybody's griping about politics from the police jury to the school board to the whatever president to everything. Well, a lot of times they really don't know what they're talking about. You know, they just gripe because they might have heard something or whatever. So that's what we're trying to do. Get information out to everyone where they can have a truly informed decision when they go to the ballot box. It's a, there's always two sides to every story. That's right. There's I always learned two that sides. education business coaching, you know, uh, but my, my, like I said, I'll answer my phone. I answer my texts or I'll, I'll come to you. You can come to me or we can meet somewhere. I have no problem with that. I mean, we have community uh, stops that we talk, you know, people go drink coffee. We visit, you know, and uh, I have no problem with that. I right. think that's important that you have that type of relationship with your elected official. Right. Like the good old days. Stop at a, exactly. at a coffee shop, drinking yeah. coffee with, or the barber shop or something. Well, Mr. Darrell, I sure appreciate you coming out on the program. I think it's very important. Uh, everyone to give their thoughts their, to their constituents and potential constituents. And I want to thank everybody for watching. And uh, it's really important that if you can like or not like, if you can subscribe to my podcast, you can listen to this anywhere that you get your podcast from YouTube, Spotify, uh, wherever, iHeartRadio, Amazon, iTunes, whatever. Wherever you want to listen to podcasts is there. If you could subscribe to the channel it just makes it more visible and then you pass that on to your friends and neighbors it helps get the podcast message out a little bit more and we appreciate everybody watching this is another edition of the other side i want to be like you i want to be like you